What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for joining us in the program today. And thank you to our sponsors, Shem Financial Services, Jumpstart My Brand, Higher Calling Firearms, Connolly & Sons Concrete, and American Appliance. Links to these companies can be found in the description. Please, when you need these services, consider them first and thank them for their support of the Tree of Liberty Society. You can also support the Tree of Liberty Society by becoming a member today or becoming an advertising sponsor right at treeoflibertysociety.com. Take advantage of all of the benefits of membership as well as our weekly trainings for members only. Hey, Ben McClintock here from Tree of Liberty Society, Tree of Liberty Society. Dot com. On today's Tree of Liberty Society program, I'm going to be talking about the information war. And so, and this is an idea that probably most of you are aware of, and this idea that the corporate media is something that can't be trusted. I mean, that that's you might even think that what we're doing today is is something like a no doubt, like water's wet. But I most people really don't understand the severity of this information war and the fact that the mainstream media, even on the local level, thinks of this as an information war and that you are the enemy that they are at war with. We need to understand that. And that's what we're going to be uh, covering on today's Tree of Liberty Society program. And this is going to help us really to be more effective in our activism. And that's something I want to encourage you all to do is to be more effective in your activism by going to treeoflibertysociety.org and becoming a member today. Click on that subscribe button and make sure that you share this video. And that was really going to help us to you know, whatever platform that you're watching this on will help us to be able to reach more people sharing thumbs up and supporting our efforts with your financial support. Also, make sure that you get that that book right there, Invasion. It the conspiracy does not want you to get that book. It's been banned from Amazon, and we are using a a, a liberty loving printer to get this book out to you. Do not let the conspiracy shut down this book. Go to invasionbook.com. All the links are right there in the description of this video. And we want to get that book out there. Not only read it for yourself, uh, you can get a free PDF copy of the book, but also get copies for yourself, get copies, uh, physical copies uh, to those in your sphere of influence, whether that be religious leaders, whether that be uh, professionals, business owners uh, that you know. We want to be able to get this book out to as many people as possible to start to build the understanding that we need to go on the offense against this conspiracy that we face. Okay. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, I want to talk to you about this information war that we are in and how the corporate media 
not only is this not left versus right, right? This is right versus wrong. This is, this is correct principles. This is Christ versus Satan. And they are trying to pit you with this fake left-right paradigm. Now watch this, this video and shows you this parroting that is going on no matter where in the country that you're at. Ryan Wolf, our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are concerned about Not only that, but the government uses the media, the corporate media, to promote their own agenda. Look what former President George W. Bush said about buying media time disguised as news stories. President, earlier this year you told us you had ordered your administration to cease and desist on payments to journalists uh, to promote your agenda. You cited the need for uh, ethical concerns and the need for a bright line between the press and the government. Your administration continues to make the use of video news releases, which are prepackaged news stories sent to television stations, fully aware that some or many of these stations will air them without any disclaimer that they are produced by the government. Comptroller General of the United States this week said that raises ethical questions. Does it raise ethical questions about the use of government money to produce stories about the government that wind up being aired with no disclosure that they were produced by the government? Uh, there, there is a Justice Department opinion that says these, um, these pieces are within the law so long as they're based upon facts, not advocacy. And I expect our agencies to adhere to that ruling to that Justice Department opinion. Uh, this has been a long-standing practice of the federal government to use uh, these uh, types of videos. The Defense Department, other departments have been doing so. It's important that, the, that they be based upon the guidelines set out by uh, the Justice Department. Now, I also I think it'd be helpful if local stations then disclose to their viewers if that's you know, that this was based upon a factual report and they chose to use it. But evidently, in some cases, that's not the case. So anyway. To guarantee that's happening by including that language in the prepackaged report. Yeah, I don't, you know, look, I mean, oh, you mean a disclosure on George W. Bush and I? Well, some way to make sure it couldn't air without the disclosure that you believe is so vital. Uh, you know, Ken, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a procedure that we're going to follow and the local stations ought to there's a deep concern about that, ought to tell their viewers what they're watching. And now we go to our own, the government's own website, the Defense Department. And they have this article right here about disarming disinformation, our shared responsibility. Pre quoting the selected president, uh, the current selected president, saying, there is truth and there are lies, lies told for power and for profit. And each of us, has a duty and responsibility as citizens, as Americans, and especially as leaders, leaders who have pledged uh, uh, to honor our Constitution and protect our nation, to defend the truth and to defeat lies. Ironic, right? Coming from the selected leaders. So now we go to um, what is the is the proper role of government is to protect truth. That's what he thinks he's he's doing there. But the First Amendment says that Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion. So your belief of what is truth or prohibiting the free exercise of speech, right? You, it's not the government's job to control what is truth and to disseminate what is truth. Their job is to not make any law respecting what you say and what you believe. 
Now, going back to the Department of State website, they, we have our own Ministry of Truth. What they are saying about disinformation, of course, those pesky Russians are involved. It says disinformation is one of the Kremlin's most important and far-reaching weapons. Russia, Russia, Russia has operation has Russia has oper, operationalized the concept of perpetual adversarial competition in the information environment by encouraging the development of a disinformation and propaganda ecosystem. This ecosystem creates and spreads false narratives to strategically advance the Kremlin's policy goals. There is no subject off limits to the fire hose of falsehoods. Everything from human rights and environmental policy to assassinations and civilian killing bombing campaigns are fair targets in Russia's malign playbook. Okay, so they're equating, our own State Department is equating speech to physical harm. The fire hose of falsehoods, and that anything that they are the things that they are putting out there. So, if you are saying something against the official government narrative, you are playing in line with the with the with the enemy, with the with the Ruskies, and you are going along with their disinformation campaign because they are the arbiters of truth. They are the defending defenders of truth, and not, not only is it our State Department, but this is a coordinated conspiracy to designate. Re- false information or information that the government doesn't approve of as false information. The United Nations has a, their own hashtag, think think before sharing, right? Stop the spread of conspiracy theories. Every single detective out there engages in conspiracy theories. What we're engaging in is conspiracy facts, but to be able to solve a crime, you have to come up with a theory of you know, especially if it's like multiple people involved, maybe in a in a criminal ring, they have a theory of individuals that are involved, and they're going out there and investigating to discover if their theory is correct. And so, they, they really want to stop the spread of conspiracy theories. That the United Nations controlling thought, controlling speech, wanting to make sure that they can do whatever they can in conjunction with big tech to stop what they think, with stopping the the spread of information that will crumble the conspiracy's agenda. And so they've put out this campaign out there that people in even in local media are latching onto and following the propaganda of what is being perpetuated by the United Nations. Now check out this video from the United Nations on, you know, make sure you're you're thinking before you're sharing. Okay. So they put out also in addition to that video, they put out this infographic and some important things for us to look at the conspiracy theories that can be dangerous right so again equating the, the, there's this this fire that uh, your words your free speech is physically dangerous to those around you be warned the covid-19 pandemic fake pandemic has seen a rise in harmful and misleading conspiracy theories it may be difficult to recognize them or know how best to deal with them conspiracy theories often target or discriminate against an entire group perceived as the enemy behind a real or imagined threat. They polarize society and fuel violent extremism. While most people who spread conspiracy theories genuinely believe them, others deploy them cynically to achieve these effects. Now, of course, this is Karl Marx accusing the enemy of doing what you're doing to confuse the issue. 
how conspiracy theories damage, right? This is this this is how they are working to stop the spread of free speech is because they're equating free speech with physical harm. They identify an enemy and a secret plot that threatens people's lives or beliefs and spark a defense mechanism which can fuel discrimination, justify hate crimes, and can be exploited by violent extremist groups. Two, they spread mistrust in public institutions, which can lead to political apathy or radicalization. Now, I say good, good. I am a threat to democracy. I am a threat to the conspiracy. I want to spread mistrust because the people in power, the institutions that are in power are not to be trusted. They are liars and they are they are the ones perpetrating actual physical harm on us, on we the people. So, yes, I am spreading mistrust. Because by spreading the facts of what the conspiracy and those engaged in supporting the conspiracy, whether it be in media or in government or, or in academia, they deserve to be brought down through distrust. And, and, and this shows you right here what their Achilles heel is, is that their Achilles heel is in you believing that they're legitimate. As soon as they lose legitimacy, they lose all power. You recognize that those in power are Satanists that are actually engaged in Satanic rituals. And they're trying to tell you how to live your life. That's preposterous and it's ridiculous. And that when you realize that, they lose their power. And they must, they must maintain their power at all costs. So number three, they spread mistrust in scientific and medical information, which can have serious consequences. The powers that be, right? They, throughout time, the powers that shouldn't be throughout time have always used these marks to be able to silence dissent. That their rule, their mistrust in science and medical information. There was a time in history where doctors recommended cigarettes, where Mormons were considered um, a subspecies that had yellow cadaverous visages, and that also that Mormons, according to medical, scientific medical information put out by the government, that Mormons spread uh, the, a higher infant mortality rate, according to scientific and medical information put out by the government. They do not want you to understand the truth behind the lies that they are spreading in the name of science and medical information. Further on, it says that we need to watch out for perceived um, outgroups of society are especially uh, prone to be targets of conspiracy theories, hate speech, and disinformation campaigns. Now, what's hate speech, right? That's any kind of speech that goes against uh, those people in power. It's, it's, it's been said over and over again that you just need to look at who can't you criticize. And those are the people in power. If you can't criticize someone without being without being blamed or accused of engaging in hate, you're, you're, you're right there over the target. This includes people of different origin, religion, or sexual orientation. In the context of COVID-19, specific groups were frequently falsely blamed for the spread of the virus in Europe, including people of assumed Asian origin, Jews, Muslims, Roma, and people who identify as sodomites. Okay. Now, their next one is pre-bunking and debunking. That's a key term you need to look at. Uh, stop the spread of the conspiracy theories is challenging. There is no one-size-fits-all approach. It depends on the level of exposure. People who firmly believe in conspiracy theories are extremely difficult to reach. Yeah, because they've done their research. They looked at the facts. They said, oh, look at that. They admitted that they're trying to murder people. 
If I know that you've said that you're trying to murder people, I am not going to fall for your gaslighting saying that I'm just a conspiracy theorist. Free bunking. Empowered people are more resilient. Warn people early on that conspiracy theories exist. As if nobody knew that. Encourage rational thinking, questioning, and fact-checking. Huh, imagine that. Look at the documents that they put out themselves. Look at their own admissions. Alert people about the arguments behind the most common uh, COVID-19 conspiracy theories and the key traits of conspiratorial thinking, suspicion of official accounts. Suspicion of official accounts, heaven forbid. Like You, you look at all the facts and the data and the official account doesn't quite make sense. You, you're just suspicious of the official accounts. You know, you're, you're in trouble. Immunity to contrary evidence and reinterpreting random events as part of a broader pattern. Putting together, connecting the dots. You are dangerous and you need to be pre-bunked. I, I like how this is definitely a very Orwellian doublespeak because they're not debunking. They're not saying here's the information and why they're wrong. They're pre-bunking. They're saying that there's somebody out there that disagrees with us and they are dangerous. So we are pre-bunking them. We're saying that if you disagree with me, you are dangerous because there is no way that they can stand on the rational facts and look at things, you know, look at the data and what they've actually said and what they're actually doing. We need to say that if you don't agree with me, you're the dangerous one. Level two, high exposure to conspiracy theories, debunking facts and logic matter. Do's, do focus on the facts. You want to communicate, not the myth that you want to debunk. So focus on the agenda. Focus on the propaganda. Don't address the facts that are brought to issue. Make sure that you distract with things that aren't relevant. Choose your target, the author, the source, or logic behind the conspiracy theory. So don't focus on the facts. Make sure that you're focusing on smearing the individual that is exposing the truth. Always state clearly that the information is wrong before quoting the conspiracy theory. Oh my gosh. So again, they cannot stick to the facts. And so they're just like, hey, this thing that's out there, I'm not going to tell you about, it's wrong. Uh, provide a fact-based alternative explanation to this conspiracy theory that we can't tell you about. If possible, use visual aids to back up your argument because we know that people are stupid and that they need pictures to be able to understand. Don't. Don't focus on the conspiracy theory first. Don't reinforce it. Again, don't mention them. Don't give free advertising to those that are um, going against you. Make sure you just focus on these blanket statements uh, that can't be you know, pinned down. Don't focus on the actual facts. Focus on uh, going after people and, go, and, and not going after ideas. And of course, you know, don't give data. Just, you know, just, just do glancing blows. Don't overwhelm with information. Just, you know, don't give them, don't worry people with the data because you got to trust the science. Now, this next one, the government tells you what's true. The six things the conspiracy theories have in common. A secret plot, a group of conspirators supporting evidence. They suggest nothing happens by accident. They assume the world is good or bad. Heaven forbid. Someone is to blame. It's a conspiracy theory. Probably not if the author has recognized qualifications. So if they're approved by the government, they, then, it's, then you can trust it. The sources are backed by fact-checking sites. So if, if Facebook, you know, they've got their list of, of independent fact checkers, which means those that are, they've admitted in court back their opinion, then, uh, then we can trust it. And the tone is objective and factual. So if they gaslight you, they use a, a tone, a certain tone 
doesn't matter what they're saying. That's how we can know if they're if they're honest or not. Is are they you know are they upset that they're trying to be murdered by people in power? Then then you can't trust them. But if their tone is calm, then you can trust them. How do conspiracy theories damage or mislead? They identify an enemy and a plot that can fuel discrimination against a group. So they identify the people behind the death of civilization, the people that are admitting that they're trying to create world government, right? We identify an enemy so you can know what to do about it and know who not to trust because we document what they're saying and what they're doing. They spread mistrust leading to apathy or radicalization, right? They expose the illegitimacy of the system because they depend on that legitimacy. And again, they undermine science and medical advice. Remember all those times in history when people undermine science and medical advice? Those dang Mormons and their codiferous visages. Now we go to how can journalists report them? Well, yeah, we, we can't let them just have their free speech. We've got to stop this, right? We go through and it says in reporting on conspiracy theories, journalists should emphasize core facts, not conspiracy theories and headlines, reinforce core facts in the main text using verified information. Verified by whom? Right. All those things that I've said are verified. They are they are source material in government documents, but they would consider that just a theory. Warn about related conspiracy theories circulating. So make sure that you do a smear campaign to say that, you know what, somebody else that believes this also believes that uh, the Queen Elizabeth is a shape-shifting lizard person. So therefore, if you believe that something is dangerous, that you believe that uh, Queen Elizabeth is a shape-shifting lizard person. That way they can demonize you and not listen to the facts of the situation. Explain how they are misleading. Be warned. Again, be warned. The COVID-19 pandemic has seen a rise in harmful, misleading conspiracy theories. Reliable sources of information are essential to counter the spread of conspiracy theories and disinformation. Journalists should report responsibly, meaning to go along with the propaganda of the government using verified sources approved by the government, making sure not to reinforce conspiracy theories. So make sure that you stick to the official narrative and don't bring up facts that might question that. And it may be a challenge. They admit that sticking to the official narrative can be difficult. Journalists in reporting on conspiracy theories should emphasize core facts, not the conspiracy theories. So don't give any kind of uh, credit or don't give any kind of advertising, any promotion of anything that goes against the official narrative unless they can smear it. Reinf reinforce core facts in the main text using verified information. So just keep on repeating the same thing over and over again. Warn about related conspiracy theories. Explain how they're misleading. Okay. So, and this is what we see here. You have Governor Caillou in the state of Utah just stuttering over himself, trying to convince you that he's not part of some conspiracy. I, pr I promise I'm not part of some grand conspiracy theory. Uh, I, if you if you don't believe me, um, if, if you're if you're a Catholic, listen to the Pope. I, pr I promise. Now, Deseret News, the uh, local media outlet in the state of Utah, is following this United Nations program of trying to pre-bunk and debunk. They're using the same language. And they put out this article in July of this year, The Weaponization of Doubt. American science is under attack. American science is under attack. Who benefits? 
Science is supposed to be under attack. That's how science, that's how truth is discovered. Everything should be analyzed. Everything should be scrutinized. And the fact that they fear you scrutinizing the quote-unquote science should tell you a lot. In the article, uh, the author, Lee McIntyre, explains, I maintain that the reason we live in an age in which there is no such as so much science denial about the climate, COVID-19, and so much else. So science denial, this is a key phrase that they use here because they link it back to this is a mental uh, connection that they want you to make. Because the when they use the word denial, it's always, you know, historically be, it has been Holocaust denier. And so now they're linking, right, science denier to Holocaust denier, which means, you know, right, if, if you deny this, the quote-unquote science, if you attack the quote-unquote science that they want to put out there, that cigarettes are safe, that Mormons have cadiferous visages, and that they have high more infant mortality rates, if you question that science then you are equivalent to a Nazi, okay? So um, is not because, so the reason why we live is not because it is some sort of accident or mistake that false information leaks out onto the internet. It is instead the result of a deliberate campaign of deception and falsehood cooked up to mislead us. There are forces at work who want us to believe false things about the climate and COVID-19. So they're ginning up this evil satanic conspiracy that is attacking their God science about evolution and vaccines and GMOs, not because it serves our interests, but instead because it benefits the interests of the people who are creating and spreading these falsehoods. Right. Exposing the lies of evolution, exposing the lies of vaccines, exposing the lies of GMOs. Uh, of course, I totally benefit uh, if if people stop believing that uh, my uh, great-grandfather was a monkey. The science denial is not an accident. They are, this is their God. This is their God. Science, not just not real science, but their God of science that you cannot question. The official government conspiracy narrative is their God. And they're saying that if you question their God, then you are a science denier. People, the article continues, don't just wake up one day wondering whether the California fires, fire, forest fires were due to a Jewish space laser. Again, they're linking, right? They're, this is a false equivalency about a Jewish space laser or if Bill Gates puts microchips into their COVID-19 vaccines. Those are the results of a deliberate propaganda campaign. No, what you're doing is a part of a deliberate propaganda campaign that is meant to create doubt and distrust. Of course, to the person who is going on the wrong direction, you might wonder why it's worse that the mistake was deliberate, okay? Again, they go back to this idea of creating doubt and distrust. They depend on you trusting them and giving them the credibility that they desire to have power over you. Yet, as you can see in my original example, it's because the consequences can be quite terrible for the person who's being misled, depending on the stakes of the lie. The difference being driving to Wesley and turning around versus driving to Wesley and getting carjacked is not trivial. Imagine asking a scientist why fraud is worse than error. They'll give you a funny look. Anyone who has ever done a little science understands that it is hard enough without having to deal with people who are cheating. Of course, even mistakes in science aren't really welcome but at least you might be able to learn from error. But what is the point of building upon someone's work when even they know it isn't true? And I submit 
that the same holds with the distortion between misinformation and disinformation. It matters why you're driving the wrong way. I, I couldn't, couldn't disagree with that. Absolutely. It, it matters, which is why their lies are so dangerous. Their lies, right? They want all of this, this amnesty right now. They're the ones calling for amnesty because they know now that everybody is starting to disbelieve the lies. Their lies from 20 to 2020 to 2022 are falling apart and people are getting angry. And well, they should. They don't deserve any amnesty. They cost lives. They are killing people. They've ruined lives. They've ruined businesses. You get the government, you obey. The article continues. Some years back, a few researchers found that all science deniers reason in the same way. We're all the same. We're all the same, right? We go, we are, we are unbelievers in their God. This is not to say that the content of their beliefs is all the same, or that if you're a science denier about one thing, you're necessarily a science denier about everything. Rather, it means that whether the topic is climate denial, flat earth, anti-vax, anti-evolution, or something else, all science deniers follow the same flawed reasoning strategy, which is one, cherry picking evidence. Like with the jab and the fact that they don't have, right, they're cherry picking evidence saying, hey, you know, we had a couple of trials and that didn't last very long. And we're going to tell you that it's safe and effective. Never mind that tons of people are now plopping over dead. Belief in conspiracy theories, right? If you believe that they are people, if you believe in the conspiracy fact, that people are working together in secret to do evil. You're on that list. Engaging in illogical reasoning, right? Looking at people's words and admissions and plans and making conclusions based on those ideas, it's pretty illogical. Reliance on fake experts. So they get to define the terms of what a real expert is and a fake expert is because they get to decide who gets accreditation, who gets to have the ability to practice medicine. They are the ones that control what a real expert is. And so they get to, to, to control what truth is. Belief that science has to be perfect to be credible. I don't even have to debate that. You can stop a disease by treating the sick, but also by removing the pump handle. That is getting everyone infected in the first place. One way to do this is to pre-bunk, right? Going back to the United Nations. They're using the United... No, this is conspiracy theory. Even though nobody uses the word, you know, pre-bunk, except for the United Nations, this is totally unrelated, and they are not part of an agenda. By publicizing the flawed reasoning strategy that all science deniers use to arrive at them. But another one is to expose the fact that the science denier are, deniers are being duped in the first place, that they are victims. They are doing someone else's bidding without even realizing it. So you gaslight them. That's the key is you gaslight them. You do not actually address the issue. You just gaslight them and tell them that they're a victim, that they're too stupid to understand these things and that you had to come along and help them. I'm not saying that all of the scientific disinformation on the internet has come from a Russian troll farm, but some of it did, right? So going back to the Department of State, blaming this on the Rus on the, on the Ruskies, going back there, just like the, to the so Deseret News is going right along with the official program. The first thing to do is recognize the real problem that we are up against, that this is not all due to misinformation, but instead disinformation. Someone is doing this on purpose. It's a conspiracy. Oh my goodness, these people are conspiracy theorists. We must face this and not hide behind euphemisms or the reluctance to name names. 
I agree. We need to name names, and that's what we're doing. It is time to stop asking merely, why do people believe such crazy stuff? And instead ask, who wants them to believe it? Absolutely. Who wants you to believe it? Who has more to gain from believing in this God of science versus those that might bring up some things to question this false God of science? We are in an information war. And the first step to winning an information war is to admit that it's well underway. You need to take heed to that warning. You need to understand that there's an information war, that there are people out there that are at war with you, want you to believe their lies before you can actually make any kind of effect. So it's easy to control when you own key outlets, right? In 1917, Representative Oscar Colloway enters in the congressional record uh, detailing J.P. Morgan hiring 12 high-ranking news managers who were given the task to, quote, determine the most influential newspapers in America and how many outlets to control generally the policy of the daily press of the United States. The conclusion that they came up with is that they would only need to purchase the control in 1917, of 25 of the greatest newspapers. And this front group to determine the paper's policies was the Council on Foreign Relations. Now, in 1993, the Washington Post, I wonder if the United Nations would consider the Washington Post a credible source. This article called Ruling Class Journalists comes out and says, the executive editor, managing editor, and foreign editor of the New York Times are members of the Council on Foreign Relations, along with executives of such other large newspapers as the Wall Street Journal, the Los Angeles Times, the Weekly News Magazines, Network Television Executives, and Celebrities, Dan Rather, Tom Brokaw, Jim Lehrer, for example, and various columnists, among them Charles Krautheimer, William Buckley, George Will, and Jim Hoagland. So this is not left versus right. This is a bipartisan betrayal. You have false opposition. People on the supposed right are a part of this same program. That's why you you listen to these um, corporate radio hosts that are touting the same exact line, trying to tell you that the, the vaccines are safe and effective, uh, or, it, that uh, you know, some of them will pretend like you need to go talk to your doctor first, but they're saying, go talk to your medical professional. Of course, they're going to tell you to take the vaccine. These people on both sides of the corporate media, supposed fake both sides, are promoting the same exact ideas. The membership of these journalists in the council, however, they may think of themselves, is an acknowledgement of their active and important role in public affairs and of their ascension into the American ruling class. They do not merely analyze and interpret foreign, foreign policy for the United States. They help make it. Okay, They're not just reporters. They are the ones, the propagandists in this information war, getting you to believe certain things. What is the acceptable narrative in this false left-right paradigm? Go to the Council on Foreign Relations. Where are they at today? And their members. You have Apple, you have Bank of America, BlackRock, City, Cisco, uh, the, uh, Chevron, Exxon, Goldman Sachs, Google, uh, Facebook, J.P. Morgan, uh, Moody's, Morgan Stanley, NASDAQ, Pepsi. Bayer, Blackstone, Bloomberg, Bridgewater, Dell, uh, GE, uh, MasterCard, PayPal, Shell, Snap, affiliates. They have, uh, you know, what are the, some of the ones that you might recognize? You have um, FedEx Corporation, you have HP, 
You have Lockheed Martin, Merck, Nike, Pfizer, TikTok. You start to understand Twitter, Toyota. Why are all the commercials showing people wearing masks? Why are all of the prop? Why did all the stores go along with the shutdown? Why did they all go along with the same narrative? All member corporations promoting the same agenda. We are in information war. If you do not start recognizing that, you are going to lose in your personal battle to defend your liberty. Make sure that you become a part of the solution to help yourself overcome the, the years or even you know the multi-generational false information that's been passed down, the false traditions of our fathers. So that way we can start to go on the offense and take away our freedom by going to treeoflibertysociety.com and becoming a member today. Take advantage of the membership uh, benefits, such as our weekly trainings that you can watch live or or watch the recordings of, uh, exclusive behind-the-scenes information to help you recognize these things and know what you can do about it as an individual and teaming up with others, no matter where you are, to take effective action to not just defend yourself against the encroachment of your liberties, but to take back lost liberty, to go on the offense. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you share this video and make sure you go to treeoflibertysociety.com and become a member today. I'm Ben McClintock. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.